This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It's Wednesday, December 21st. In a 4-to-1 vote Tuesday, state regulators at the Georgia Public Service Commission approved a plan that will allow Georgia Power to raise rates and collect roughly $1.8 billion more from its customers through 2025. The vote, the culmination of months of hearings, will affect not just how much the company's 2.7 million customers pay for electricity over the next three years, but also the future of rooftop solar in Georgia. Starting in the new year, the average Georgia Power customer will now pay roughly $4 a month more for electricity. Larger additional rate hikes of 4.5 percent will take effect in both 2024 and 2025, but commission staff said Tuesday that an exact dollar amount associated with those increases is not yet known. The approved rates will cost customers less than Georgia Power's initial proposal, which would have raised rates by $2.9 billion over three years. It also reduces the rate increases that will kick in on January 1st by roughly $11, down from the nearly $15 increase on the average monthly bill the company had proposed in the first year of the plan. In other news, the Clayton County Commission is considering naming an interim sheriff who is backed by the office's former leader, federally convicted felon Victor Hill. The commission over the weekend proposed making changes to a succession ordinance that would allow a chief deputy or highest-ranking official within a department to fill an open position until a special election. It received a first reading on Tuesday. If the ordinance is amended, it will clear the way for LeVon Allen, chief deputy of the Clayton County Sheriff's Office, to be appointed interim sheriff, a move he'll celebrated online over the weekend. It would also give Allen the advantage of running as an incumbent in the upcoming special election. Up next, Stacey Abrams raised more than $103 million for her failed rematch this year against Governor Brian Kemp, a record-setting haul for a Georgia gubernatorial race that allowed her to experiment with unconventional ways to promote her candidacy. But her campaign's expenditures have come under sharper scrutiny as new details emerge about the tight cash crunch she faced before her November defeat to Kemp by nearly eight points. This week, Abrams campaign manager Lauren Growargo confirmed the operation owes more than $1 million to vendors, telling Axios that a cavalcade of negative press, along with a steady drumbeat of polls showing her trailing Kemp, complicated fundraising efforts in the race's final weeks. Grow Wargo said the campaign is trying to sell its donor lists and voter contact spreadsheets to repay its debts. But interviews with former staffers and operatives surfaced new details about profligate spending that led to a dire financial squeeze by the end of the campaign. Several staffers said the campaign rented a home near Piedmont Park to be a hype house for TikTok videos that wound up largely neglected. Others vented about excessive spending on polls that were disregarded and consultants with confusing or conflicting roles within the sprawling operation. And Cobb Elections decided not to seek a court judgment on the county commission's move to amend its own electoral map, leaving the question of whether the Board of Commissioners has that power under the Home Rule statute still undecided. 
Commissioners made the unprecedented move earlier this year to overturn the legislature-approved district map in response to Commissioner Jerrica Richardson, a Democrat, being drawn out of her seat halfway through her elected term. The move has long been expected to be challenged in court. Georgia State Senator-elect Ed Setzler, who publicly opposed the county's move as unlawful, told the Atlanta Journal-Constitution that litigation will come before the end of the year. While he is not personally pursuing legal action as a state lawmaker, Setzler said he has been in contact with private citizens who will file a lawsuit. The Board of Elections asked their legal counsel to seek a declaratory judgment from the courts, but after reviewing the drafted motion, Board of Elections members determined they were not the right party to seek this, because the board will not be harmed legally by the absence of a ruling. Spoken Layer